0: Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio.
1: Good morning, this is The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Frank is not here, though. I'm Emily Dean, I'm in Big Daddy's chair today, <laughs> which is why it's quite roomy, actually. Um, Frank's a little bit illy. He sent the producer Daisy a text this week, one-word text, just saying rough. Now, I think that's a harsh review. She's a good-looking woman. (laughs) Um, But he said rough. It later emerged that he wasn't feeling very well, so he's not here this morning. We miss you and we love you very much, Frank. But the good news is I am joined by the esteemed cockerel.
2: Morning. If I send the producer a text saying rough, she'll just assume that the dog has stolen my phone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and she'll be very surprised you've got any credits left on your (laughs) phone. (laughs) We're also joined by Absolute Radio favourite, Pete Donaldson Favourite, wow There you go That's not something I usually acquit to
3: my bad self
1: I'm... Oh, are you bad? Uh, Excellent news To the bone, baby <laughs> Oh, I oh, got a bit sleazy very early on <laughs> early. Can I just say, Absolute Radio, it's Christmas time, there's no need to be afraid um, Sandy War has a Christmas jumper on Oh, she gave us almost a strip tease there, <laughs> with a the Rudolph figure on it I'm loving Absolute Radio's Christmas decorations. Oh, no, I'm not, because they haven't done any. No. It looks terrible <laughs> oh, in here.
3: I, there is I a thought bit...
1: there'd be tinsel.
3: No. There, well, I mean, there is, during Jeff Lloyd's home show, sure. he insists on tinsel and, and objet d'art to litter the... Uh... But he does that all year, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. but th- th- he has added, like, a He's little bit of tinsel. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Jeff
1: Lloyd's Christmas got a bigger <laughs> rider than Black Sabbath. I mean, <laughs> his, it's ridiculous. There's <laughs> feather boas, there's dancing girls.
2: <laughs> and why not? If you've got that power, mm. wield it.
1: That's so, um, yeah, well, what have we got this morning? My power is extended to an old toilet roll and that some for some strange, coins. inexplicable reason is always in the corner of the Absolute Radio Indeed. studio. A lot of crying. A lot of crying goes on in this studio. <laughs> mopping well, up. It's funny you should say that, Pete Donaldson. <gasps>
3: she's
2: How convenient.
1: <laughs> no, because um, I have seen Frank a lot this week.
2: Oh, right. And that's upset you. No. You've made him <laughs> ill.
1: Oh, by the way, I have to do my housekeeping. I'm so sorry, Frank. If you're listening at home, I think he's got his pyjamas on. We know he wears a pajama little. Top. Oh, hold on. I must <laughs> feel a bit sick. He wears a little pyjama top, Pete, but he doesn't wear bottoms.
3: I mean, it's worse because I'm almost certain that, because you said he's ill, I'm imagining he's doing his acid burps he was talking about last week. <laughs> Doing it, I imagine him in bed just with a pyjama top on no bottom doing a a cochrane gusher as his
1: uh, as, oh, yeah. as your granddad's. Oh, your grandad's one to call his absolutely babs absolutely alluring in an odd way <laughs> um you can text the show this morning on eight twelve fifteen, or you can follow the show on twitter at frank on the radio is that it Daisy? Mm-hmm. okay there's that's an the email thing as well but I can't cope with that it's too much it's dub dub
0: dub yeah dub dub
1: dub thingy bob frank skinner um So, I saw Frank uh, thrice this week. Nice. Firstly, I saw him uh, at the Graham Norton show, because he was filming the New Year's Eve special. Daisy and I went down. We sat in the audience. I don't normally do that, if Uh I'm totally honest. I like to go green room. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: Um, did you make up your little lawn green room in the front <laughs> with well, just of like did. kind of partitions?
1: I sort of did. What turned out, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts away, but it turned out there were two people in the audience. You know how Graham goes around with his microphone? Yeah, I used to warm up that show.
2: I used to do the stand-up before it.
1: You never did. I so
2: did. I so did. Well,
1: you're an old hand. Yeah. This, this show is
3: so Graham Norton show. It is. <laughs> I've never attended myself. Well, you'll
1: know what he does. He goes around with the microphone. He goes, and the lady."
3: Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that is exactly what he
2: does. Sort of what he does, yeah, yeah. isn't it?
1: And the gentleman here! <laughs> oh, look at
2: you in your Ugg boots, that sort of stuff, you know. That, that's his
3: thing, isn't it? He's brilliant um, at it,
2: though. Yeah, he's very brilliant, good at brilliant. singing.
1: Brilliant. and a lady here! Yeah. <laughs>
3: that went a bit Anyway,
1: <laughs> um, myself and Daisy were there. It turned out he was doing what I call a bit of business uh-huh. with a couple behind us. Daisy and I ended up being the stars of the show. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> But what we were doing, unfortunately, Frank pointed out to us later, Frank saw all of this on the monitor. He said, I saw you. We were like people at an England game, sort of waving at themselves oh, on no. the screen. <laughs> i like when been
2: so- walked past in the back
1: of the news. <laughs> <laughs> it was even worse than that. This
0: is Frank Skinner, absolute
1: radio. This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning. He's not well. Um, Alan Cochrane is also standing in, but he's watching the telly at the moment. Desmond so- Tutu's
2: on the telly. Yeah, yeah no, there's I, a chat with him that's buttoned his jacket up wrong, and it's just distracting me. Oh, god! Okay. Yeah,
1: doesn't Okay, this is good radio. We no, can't just not talk about radio, what's, what's on the, on the telly for the, the next three I hours.
2: Just carry on, <laughs> professional like.
1: Um, I was actually talking about when <laughs> I went to, when Daisy and I, Daisy producer and I went to see Frank on the Graham Norton show being recorded this week. Yeah. And one thing Frank did say, I think we did slightly embarrass him because Uh-oh. we looked overwhelmed at seeing ourselves on camera. <laughs> 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 just easing <seasoned> professionals. Um, <laughs> But he was pleased. He that called us
2: seasoned professionals. I believe they those were the words well. he used.
1: He did also say he was. He gave us a very good review, though. He said you looked great, though. Nice. I was so, he was pleased at how we looked. That's Fabulous nice. background
3: well, artists. He
2: thinks you're ambassadors of his. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what he's saying, isn't it?
1: But we sat. Daisy and I sat next to. I'm going to call them friends of Graham. Foggs, and we were next to two Fogs. I
2: thought that was a person, Graham Fogg. Friends <laughs> of Graham Fogg. I, I know a Graham Fogg. Who's
1: Graham Fogg?
2: You know him, do you? <laughs> I know Graham Fogg. Apparently he had some friends out on Tuesday night. He
1: sounds like a Birmingham cricketer. Um, <laughs> so we were next to two Fogs and we're chatting and they explained that they were Fogs. And I said, oh, actually, we're good friends of Frank's, Fofs. <laughs> and uh, I, said, I said, yeah, we're friends of Frank's. I said, oh, we should swap friends for the night. He went, no, you're all right, thanks. Well, that was a bit embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to do an innocent friends swap.
3: What, so you'd be friends with Graham Norton and they'd be friends with Frank?
1: But, but you know Does
3: does Graham or Frank have any any say in this? (laughs) No. No! No! Of course
1: not! Um, But, Al, you know who turned out to be a bit of a match made in heaven? Michael Bublé and uh, Frank. Really? I've never seen two heterosexual males bond quite in that way. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That mm. is, that's lovely. They're both gifted singers, so... Yeah. Cockrell's a bit jealous, I reckon. I like Boo voice. I think I was mocked
2: on <laughs> on this show for saying so, in fact. Now it's nice to hear that there's a full 360 turn <laughs> taking place.
1: Oh, Frank won't have a word... You can't get a sheet of paper between those two. <laughs> he won't... Who ha- tried? That's
2: <laughs> what I <wonder. laughs>
1: He won't have a word said against him now. We're in the green room and he goes, isn't Bublé lovely? Was he? Yeah, that's what, what he strong arms. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't quite say that. But I also saw Frank this week at screening of E.T. Oh, yeah. I know you think, you know... A bit we- behind
2: the curve. <laughs> you know. I've what? still not seen Kez,
3: though, so first <laughs> So for us all. I've it? never seen the third Star Wars film. So. Haven't um,
2: you? Yeah. Okay, but yeah.
1: well, this can't turn into what I've never seen I've never Star seen Wars. Frank, I think text would in. want to stab me in the face <laughs> of the biro. <boy>, right? <laughs> <laughs> However. What
2: haven't you seen yet? I, honestly, age 15 <laughs> No, it is I not. I like that it. Text I like that in. as a texting. <laughs> no. We should do loads of things that Frank wouldn't do as a texting, like what are your favourite sweets. Crack
1: you... <laughs> <laughs> open the perno Someone get that perno bottle open. Have you ever
3: seen a horse asleep? <laughs> <laughs>
1: No baby pigeons around. Let's do that. No, but I went to a screening of E.T. And David Badil put this screening on with... Are you familiar with the work of the Guardian film critic, Pete Bradshaw? Google him. I know his name. He's very posh. I knew it was posh because it was at the BFI and they were sitting on a stage and they had those long mics and two glasses of water on the stage. You know when you've got Um, that? (laughs) And you think they're going to use long words, aren't they?
2: (laughs) Have they accidentally booked this room for Frost Nixon or something (laughs) like that? (laughs)
1: And they did use long words. Oh good. It was great though. But they showed um they showed E. T. and I don't think I've ever cried so much in my life. I started crying halfway through and I basically didn't stop. Did you resemble E. T. at the end of it?
3: All the water from your body
1: just left. I resemble John Sargent facially. <laughs> <laughs> it's who I think I resemble. Hmm. Um Yeah, we're going to come back to this, because we have to pay the rent, even though Frank's not here.
0: The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
1: We're talking about crying on Absolute Radio this morning. Um, Well, we're talking specifically about when I went to see E.T. with Frank, David Baddiel.
2: What what was it that made you cry? Um,
1: Everything (laughs) about E.T., you sound like Kathy Frank's partner was there and she's never seen E.T., which right. is a f- staggering achievement. I love her for this. She's never seen it. Text in what you haven't seen. 8, 12, 15. No, don't text in what you haven't seen. It's not All that right. kind of party. OK. Um,
2: Kez, that's what I've brought to No, the party. don't ruin... Skyfall. I've still not seen Skyfall. <laughs>
1: i nearly said don't ruin my show
3: <laughs> oh
2: hello right so there's the the e. too many people
1: talking at once you're
2: crying <laughs> all the way through e.t
1: yes um and kathy turned around afterwards it that bad. it's not that it's bad it's <laughs> incredibly moving was it because the kid wasn't wearing a helmet
0: no <laughs>
1: yeah
3: it's a cycle safety thing
2: yeah.
1: yeah yes but i've worked out it's taken me about uh, quite a long time i don't want trivial my age but it's taken me a long time to work out why they all wear hoodies because of the stunt scenes on the bikes, because there were oh, men, no, there were right. grown men doing it. With the bikes Daisy bigger the then? Spoiler got. alert? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. Well, when no. you, it's funny you should say spoiler alert, because when David was doing the talk, this was awful. Oh, no. Halfway through the talk, David said, well, there's a bit... I'm going to have to do my David Baddiel impression. It comes from a very good space, because I love him deeply. But he says, um, there's a bit later in the movie. Sh- should I say it? Or, or I don't want to... Sp-. And you suddenly heard this Birmingham voice around the BFI going, no, don't spoil it. <laughs> It was Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Heckling. I didn't At need e. to add that. It was either Frank or Adrian <laughs> Um He said, don't spoil it. Oh, it was awful. Oh. He was right, though. Don't spoil it. Don't no. spoil it.
2: Surely it was full of fans of the film, though.
1: No, it was um, full of friends of everybody. Oh, was it?
2: Okay. But we
1: ended up... Kathy, she said about E.T. She hadn't seen it before. How weird seeing E.T. sort of that late enough. And she said... Um, she said, "Yeah, I mean, I liked it, but he does look like a turtle. The effects were terrible." Yeah.
2: <laughs> Passage of time. Isn't it? She's
3: right, though. Didn't they, didn't they yeah. go back and sort of um, they replaced everyone's guns with walkie-talkies?
1: That's absolutely correct. It's they, right? they meddled. Mm.
3: They meddled with it and they, they changed stuff around in that. And is, is that the one that you saw this week? The yes. guns one.
1: Well, the, the one sans guns. Yeah. Really? Yeah, That's but I, it was funny because I got a I Political got a tweet. Correctness gone by, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good phone-in. Um, I got a tweet this week. I tweeted that I'd been to see E.T. And um, Richard Eaton tweeted me and said, my younger brother fell asleep at the bit in which E.T. is lying in a stream. And he woke at the end. He left the cinema screaming, E.T.'s dead, E.T.'s dead. <laughs> which I absolutely love. <laughs> I did feel a bit of an idiot for crying, but I don't care. Because that is one of those films that just... Yeah. I'm just a gusher it's when not, I see that. <laughs> Uh, Cocker gusher. My
2: father in law's a gusher, yeah. <laughs> Is he? S- sits in a chair if I he eats the wrong food. I can't um, imagine
1: you crying at movies, Cockrell.
2: No, I cry at television more frequently. Oh what the uh, then? and books. I've cried watching neighbours years ago. <laughs>
3: <As a> ban- <laughs> <As a banter. laughs> <laughs> was it when Mrs Mangle got that no, painting a long it,
2: neck? Was it Toadfish? Am I right in thinking it was Toadfish? I think it was Toady. I think there was some quite sad story about his parenting, his parents, parentage. <laughs> you I, cried I, I, at neighbours? Yeah, I cried at neighbours. I cried at Football Focus back in the <laughs> I day. You
1: cried at Football <laughs>
2: Focus? <Yeah. laughs> Why? Someone dedicated a goal to a sick child and I went. <laughs> I went. I'd gone. I'd properly gone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I cry at uh, the end of Labyrinth. When Sarah's uh, all alone by herself and then she thinks she's never gonna see her Jim Henson creations again. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> again. alert. But so spoiler alert and then Frank's they, gonna
1: go mad at the spoiler alert. Then they turn yeah. up
3: in her bedroom and then David Boy appears as an owl and then goes away again. He's not making this up if you haven't seen it, Labyrinth <laughs> is that film. But it does sound like a made up film, but drink water, Pete, drink
2: water.
1: <laughs> Pete's having his dreams again.
0: <laughs> Hold me. Absolute, absolute absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
1: I'm Emily Dean standing in for Frank Skinner this morning. He's not with us. We miss you, Frank. Legend. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Awful. Legend.
2: (laughs) He is a legend to me. Actually, in the spirit of trying to wreck the quality (laughs) control that this show (laughs) normally has... um, uh, I have started my own individual texting with uh, what films haven't you seen or what haven't you don't, seen?
1: We're not doing that texting. Yeah, we're not so doing smooth it. Smooth FM. But
2: if we were doing it, Rob has texted. I haven't seen Yellowstone National Park, so there we go. That's if we were doing it, it would be d- started, but right, we're not doing well, it. Well, we're not, and we're I don't wish it. to encourage it. Don't what text at Do no. not do that. No,
1: do text. Texts
3: do not cost fifty p per. You network rates. Text other stuff if you want.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> We've also had a text from Nugget, who's a fairly frequent to saying, love, Morning, Nugget. Emily. Hi, Nugget. Well, you may not love him in a moment. Uh, morning, Emily. Oh. I imagine I may well be off the Christmas card <sighs> list after this, but the jacket draped over the back of your chair is a bit Cliffordian donkey jacket, isn't it?
1: <laughs> He's referring to the... Uh, is he referring to the Max Clifford jacket? I believe he is. The Max be. Clifford wore a jacket once during a press conference <laughs> um, when he was coming out to defend one of his clients. And uh, do you know what? You're not, you're not wrong, Nugget.
2: Maybe you could take a selfie later and show everybody it the has... actual quality of Did the Did you joke. buy it in an okay. auction?
3: Maybe it is his.
2: I bought
1: it in an auction. No, I got gifted it, of course, by a designer.
3: Gifted Of it. course. <laughs> anyway, I got gifted the, uh... it by a designer. Is that a euphemism for shoplifting?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't know yet. <laughs> but I'm sure they'll think it went to a very good home. Absolute Radio
2: <laughs> does not condone theft. We should just make absolutely oh, I
1: clear. Know, you just said condone. This awful, show isn't it? is a gone to It's
3: for your sins.
2: Here's the question. Is it inappropriate to take a selfie with two other world leaders at the uh, Mandela memorial (laughs) thing? That's that's the question. Is that inappropriate or... I mean, obviously, it's not something that comes up every day that you need to know no. in your no. etiquette vocabulary. But is it, well, I don't know. If you hang that...
1: around with me, this kind of thing does <laughs> so, yeah, come up. Come come so, Hailing a cab wrong. with Gary and Caroni this week, which I was telling you about earlier.
2: Not technically a funeral, though, was it, Memorials. I mean, right, apparently, okay. Apparently, one of the problems is that in the stadium where it was happening, the atmosphere was quite buoyant and joyful, and so people were a bit more relaxed than we would expect them to be over here. But, at the same time... <laughs> <laughs> there is Obama's wife who's, What's her name? Um, Michelle Michelle yeah. Obama was sat about three feet away Looking pretty annoyed About the whole thing <laughs> And I don't know if it was the inappropriateness or Some papers have been saying Oh it's because the uh, Danish leader was a, Oh a what's that? A- Henning, yeah. Henning Wen no. <laughs> uh, not no, not he comedian, not, Henning Wen Not the German I always ben. call
1: her Henning Wen It's <laughs> Helle Thorning Schmidt
3: well, Schmidt was very good
2: Was it? She's
1: married to Neil Kinnock's son, I believe.
2: That's right. That's Mm. one of the things Mm. that Cameron said as a zing when he was asked about it in Parliament. He He said, when a member of the Kinnock family asked me to be in a picture, I feel Mm. I should oblige. And I was thinking, she's an in-law, though. She's not really (laughs) one of the Kinnocks, is she? (laughs) And I can't imagine that Christmas party doesn't look like one set of jeans versus another set of jeans (laughs) at the big family. But it's pretty easy to see who are the Kinnocks and who are the Swedes in that one, aren't they?
1: I have to say, I love Michelle's face. Do you know what that face said to me? In the car. Wait till we it's, get to the car. Yeah. It's a, you it's it's a funeral. You know when women do that in the car face? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it said I'm at a funeral. What are the rules against staffies at funerals? Because I like to pay my respects with fighting dogs.
1: It's what, staffies?
3: Oh, staffies. <laughs> staffies. Yeah, not selfies. Staffies. I always, I always take some staffies to, to a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> <Run> a memorial. <laughs> I'll tell,
1: tell you what, you've got to love the Northerners.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
1: We were talking about um, their selfies, the presidential selfie, although I have to say, out of all of them, it was Obama I was most disappointed in. Yeah.
3: yeah. You, you expect that from just kind of our leaders, but not, you know, the leader of the free world.
1: Henning Wen I expected it from, <laughs> mm-hmm. the Danish premier. And yeah, who I, I
3: said was Swedish a minute
2: ago. That shows my world knowledge, doesn't it? Well,
1: that's all right, I've called her Henning Wen.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: <laughs> and, to be honest, David Cameron i tell you what I didn't like about him Is that you know at school when you got in trouble for an incident oh, There's yeah. the ringleader That was clearly um, Henning uh, We should call her her real name This is incredibly rude Is it Helle Thorning-Schmidt?
3: That's
1: <laughs> right, yeah um, You sound like the wife of uh,
3: Bordrock Empire Husband I'm
1: going, a, your, your I'm watch I'm watch going HTS <laughs> HTS was the ringleader
3: Yeah.
1: I would say Brack um, He was led astray
2: Yeah. Okay. But at least
1: he had the confidence to immerse himself in it.
2: Yeah, if you're going to be in it, be in it.
1: David Cameron. You know what he reminded me of? He was leaning in, enjoying the spoils of the rebels, but he wasn't Uh quite in there. It was like when we bought a stink bomb at school (laughs) and we decided there were five... It was collective responsibility. We decided before. We said one buys it, one stamps on it.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: It It was in the school canteen. I say canteen, there was like, we had fish knives. There was, there was probably like eighth place serving. We wow. had fish knives in the canteen. Stink no. logistics. Yeah. Wow. And um, we, we decided there was one, and one sort of devised the getaway strategy. <laughs> so I was the purchaser. Oh, wow. yeah. Throw money at the problem.
3: Be, be the best, join the <laughs> army.
1: Yeah. It's just
3: very... I mean, logistics.
1: No, but that's similar to what David Cameron did.
3: Yeah, I,
2: to be honest, the takeaway message for me from this story is that your school canteen had fish knives. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've
2: I've kind of really zoomed in on that fact, like it's the yeah. bullseye and the rest of it's periphery. I I'm we not even, even thinking about knives. the memorial concert anymore. <laughs> I'm thinking... Fish knives in a school canteen.
1: How else do you eat fish? Anyway, <laughs> um.
3: in fingers form, like most
1: canteens. We with had chips. And
2: mushy we peas, had peas. We
3: had golden um, water jugs, but I don't think they were real gold. <laughs> Looking back on with it, you gold, think they yeah, we weren't real jugs.
1: gold. Yeah. Jugs, golden water jugs. Yeah. Did you go to school in a medieval
3: painting? What's <laughs> a little bit? I've never seen jugs like that. In the same way that you never see um, those kind of see-through uh, cups. The see through cups that teachers drink from. You never see them anymore. Oh, tell you tell you what, what? I've never seen Kez or uh, <laughs> Skyfall. Um, we've actually had a text saying I'm the
2: same Alan. I cried when Todd died in Neighbours. Uh, God, uh, did I get um, the mickey taken out of me by my mates. Uh, that's oh. a slightly tidied up version of what he yeah. we said. <laughs> well, Daisy, nice producer, Friday. just
1: admitted she cried when Helen Daniels died. And, they, and the Neighbours music went a bit slow as well. I hope oh. nobody's
2: got about seven years of Neighbours on their Sky Plus now.
1: Cause we've just told them
2: <laughs> two two different deaths. I'll so, tell
1: you who's... I think someone's going to be sitting at home in a shorty pyjama top feeling very disappointed right <laughs> this, 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 this. <laughs>
0: Absolute radio. Absolute radio.
1: We were talking about the presidential selfie. Can Mm.
2: I just say that whilst that song was playing, we had one of the most Emily Dean moments that ever Uh, happens—at least once a week. We were talking about um, uh, with with the the text that came in said, "I'm the same." I cried when Todd died in Neighbours, (laughs) and then Daisy, the producer, turned out to be a huge fan of Neighbours in its heyday. um, And doesn't surprise me. Told a story about how Todd came over to present Live and Kicking, and you Mm. said you're his friend. (laughs) You're friends with him? No, I believe what I said was Emily Dean. Chris, is that his real name? Chris.
1: That is his knowledge. Does he still have the ponytail? I'm
3: Did he have a ponytail?
2: I don't T- know. Ponytail I haven't seen him
1: much since he left <laughs> Neighbours. What do you think I am?
3: Oh, They're, they're dead um, to you once they're off telly. Of
1: course they are. <laughs> Sometimes dead to me when they're still on telly, but that's another story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Obama.
2: Right. Do we think- You don't want to talk about Madge dying in Neighbours. <laughs>
1: <Look, laughs>
2: Emily, nothing wrong with Neighbours. I watch it religiously and cried when Madge died and Cody got shot. Tom from Otford, Kent. Do Cape.
1: people get shot in Neighbours? They do the not, yeah.
2: They did a big gangster episode. So it,
1: was, um, it was
2: different. It was, that's when it officially jumped the shark. Bouncer did a drive-by. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't like it when they have guns in Neighbours. I, I just think that's wrong. I don't like it. It's like the siege in Brookside.
2: Mm-hmm. I can oh, yeah.
1: bear that. <laughs> Let's talk about when series jumped the shark. Frank would love that. Um,
2: so Obama. Sorry.
1: Can we get a coffee soon? He
2: was sitting near. Um, <laughs> He was sitting near Michelle, who looked unhappy. She looked a lot like the Doctor from the Michael Jackson case. You know, that sort of... um dr conrad murray she looked really yes yeah, so i'm
1: familiar with his work
2: <laughs> he looked really
3: unhappy and she was making the same facial expression as he did throughout the trial i like to think she was looking at a different camera but one of obama's drones was just flying over <laughs> taking a picture of her that's why she wasn't getting involved she was taking her own selfie she was really unhappy I
1: th- it, obama's going to be sleeping in the oval room i think for the next <laughs> two weeks is will he? have you know when they get that stubble i can always tell yeah Oh dear, Alan, just looking at you. But when men have got (laughs) about three day growth. Consider this a beard. They're in terrible trouble, aren't they? He's going to put two chairs together and put like a
3: little kind of um, smock over the top of it to make a little den for himself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think. No, but what I do think, because I know from when I was younger and photos would be taken sometimes at, you know, unfortunate moments. Like when I was having a tantrum in the middle of Christmas dinner. And now. Um, that's preserved Christmas, I think it was 1982 Every single photo of me, my face is just contorted I'm just crying oh. I look so awful Anyone would think I was a bad tempered character <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wielding a fish knife around <laughs> I'll cut you I'll cut you all off It's
1: a good autobiography title
3: for
0: me <laughs> The Frank Skinner Show Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 On Absolute Radio
1: This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning on Absolute Radio. He's not well, and we love you, and we wish you much better, Frank. Uh, you can text the show on 812.15, or you can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. I'm joined by um, the Cockrell this morning. I'm also joined by Pete Donaldson.
3: Hello. Morning.
2: Hi
1: there. Hi. Mm. How's uh, it going?
3: We have asked
2: people to text in on 812.15, and uh, we have and we have had a few that obviously got up a bit late and are texting saying, where's Frank? Um, not in a negative way. Six four seven has texted. First time I've heard the show live. Very nice. Is Frank's bit stripped in afterwards for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Which I like I like the idea That we give him a line And go to all that trouble And then put it on later <laughs> um,
1: Excellent idea Hi He deserves Emily. it He's the hardest working man In showbiz He's one
2: of them Hi Emily Well you said text Like the show When you have the reins Do you have plans for Christmas Alex? <laughs> People just trying to get dates From you As I said
1: you? Uh, you can text in on 81215 <laughs> Or you could text the producer Who's got all my details <laughs> So she'll be in touch shortly
2: And we talked about you I had a lovely offer and... From
1: North Carolina The other day Really? Yeah And you know sometimes you see their avatar and, um, oh, it's quite nice. Mm. Might head over there. Okay. see myself in North Carolina. Does he listen to this show? Yeah. You're discussing him now. (laughs)
3: There
1: can't be loads of North
2: Carolinians (laughs) listening. Carolinians, I'm sure. Carolinos. Okay.
1: Uh, (laughs) As you were.
2: We we also mentioned earlier uh, that you cried at E.T., the film.
1: I didn't Um, just cry. I mean... It was, it was embarrassing, Sobbed. frankly. But I, then Frank had a cold. This was the beginnings of his lurgy. So he had the tissue. Right.
2: So he could hide behind yeah, the okay. tissue
1: and pretend he was blowing his nose.
2: Clever. Uh, and I said that I'd cried at Football Focus and Neighbours. Um, we've had a text. I cried at Alan Shearer's testimonial. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a triple hard Geordie cop from Neil.
3: That was the, that was pretty emotional. Robbie Robson in the, in the crowd I think I said what? off air that I, I cried at, um, almost cried at Peter Beasley's testimonial because he did miss a pen <laughs> did you <laughs> not good didn't you the, but the didn't referee you made him reset so earlier admit did
1: that you cried uh, when, some, when there was a, an incident with Mrs Mangle what was it? There? <laughs> there was a painting when
3: that horrible painting turned up <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, not she that had familiar a really long with neck. the
1: plot of Neighbours. So Come I on, Emma was The big
3: the, it was Mrs. Mangle, but she had a really long neck. She'd 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 ask for a portrait from somebody and then painted. <laughs> her, it was Helen Daniels. Helen Daniels <laughs> painted this. painted a picture of uh, of her, but she had a really long neck like a swan.
1: But Helen Daniels didn't seem like a malevolent character. Well, she she did, seemed no, rather in the show. Oh God, it's awful in the show. <laughs> um, you know what I think it's time for. Oh Daisy, I can't <laughs> find the jingles. We need to press it. I I can't go to email corner, which I want to. Um, Without
2: pressing email corner jingle. Yeah, yes. I'm going to go for it.
1: it now. Okay, I'm doing it.
2: Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> email corner.
0: Email corner.
1: Our bum, bus <laughs> oh, is still going on. It's I did that uh, as a joke
3: in this been Harmonised. <laughs>
1: OK, Pete, do you want to kick off Email Corner?
3: Yes, I will. Uh, hello, Frank, Emily and the Cockcrawler. The Cockcrawler's been crowing about the latest phase in his acting career so much lately that I took to Ecosia, uh to uh, learn more about his latest project. Should I should just explain Ecosia
2: is, uh, is uh, it's a search engine. search engine that avoids Google. Right,
3: OK. <laughs> mm. some it's of off the our, map. Some of our readers prefer for oh, right, some okay. reason.
1: Yeah, some of the more Be- discerning readers yeah. we
3: have. Because they all work in computing. Um, I, was delighted to learn, you. I was delighted to learn that uh, he will be a passenger in the new Chris Addison vehicle, but less impressed with the reporting on respected comedy news where, uh, website Shortle. The article refers to the Cockle's proper mm. acting debut and oh, states that his no. acting credits to date comprise playing the barman in one episode of Lee Mack's Not Going Out, completely yep. ignoring his role as Jason the Asthmatic in a and That's true. <laughs> that is true. It's
2: that
1: was his finest work. It's <laughs> oft overlooked. There you are know-
3: many things about this
2: email that I like. Are you-, you know you, know
1: you <laughs> cried at uh, Mrs. Mangle, yeah, you would have cried more at uh, Jason the Asthmatic. But I haven't even seen it, and I know i Are you cry. actually an asthmatic?
3: Very. No, I was acting. Right, because <laughs> <laughs> I am an actually, uh, was, I, am, uh, I am an actual asthmatic. We could have an asthmatic
2: off. It was a bit like Dustin Hoffman <laughs> and Laurence Olivier. Why don't you try acting, darling? It was that moment. Um, I just, I just.
1: Alan's got so cancer, He's <laughs> turned into an actor. Just Why just did, did you heavy try breathing. acting?
2: What I, did. I, did <laughs> I did heavy breathing, as if I was having an asthma attack, and uh, it convinced people. Um, I agree. I think it's a shame that it's been overlooked, mm. this. And um, it makes me feel a bit like George Clooney. I read a big interview <laughs> with George what? Clooney recently. Hear me out.
1: Extraordinary thing to say. George Clooney,
2: the asthmatic. I'm just like George Clooney. I uh, I read a big interview with George Clooney the other day, massive. It was in a uh, in a
3: magazine, I think Esquire or something like that.
2: And uh, not one mention of his role in ER. Right,
3: no, OK. The, no. ir- the irony being there that he would probably treat an asthmatic. Yeah, uh, somebody having an asthma so attack. So I
2: just like George Clooney, and I did play um, I did play the barman in Lee Max not going out. But really, did, I was there you? as a television talk- warm up artist, and he- uh, they just needed me to be in it.
1: He talks <laughs> about that quite a lot. Yeah,
2: it's a big moment.
1: I it- love, uh, you know what? I love how Alan's becoming quite a lovey mm. and he's becoming yeah. a little bit camp as yeah. well.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: You're camper yeah. than my hairdresser, who just yeah. sent me a text saying the Emily Dean show suits you, darling. <laughs>
2: Pete's still holding up the email as if he's not finished. Is there all a on He's you, like Chamberlain
1: with his piece of paper. We all want to hear
3: the rest of it. Uh, I imagine the Cockle's management uh, will uh, get this sorted. I think I've developed a bit of an obscure crush on the Cockrell, having recently downloaded obscure. Alan Cochran's Funhouse and Laughed Like a Drain, uh, which we do in a co- uh, counterclockwise direction here in Australia. It's so a if the Cockle's ever Radio in... 4 series. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> so if the Cockrell's ever in Adelaide, I'd love to take him out for a pie floater. I'll pay. John in Adelaide. Thank I'm you
2: curious them, about
3: what, what a pie floater might be. Be. That's horrible. Y-
1: you're curious. I I'm, love it. I'm actually disgusted. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolutely. This is Absolute Radio, you can text the show on 8 12 15, or you can follow the show on Twitter. I'm doing a lot of housekeeping this morning, aren't I? Well, mm. A lot of
2: people are getting in touch as well. Uh, we have a running uh, text in about what makes you cry that you yeah. either do or don't expect. Yeah. Uh, someone's saying lots of people cry watching Bambi, at the bit where the man stops drawing Bambi's mother. I think that's... That's slightly protective of yes. younger listeners there. Yes. That's kind, isn't it? M- I, like, I, really,
1: I like the way that's been um, drafted. Yeah, we've enough? also
2: had a text saying, uh, Emily Dean, where would listeners know her from? Um, I think that's a reference to your namesake that works <laughs> in a much different media
1: forum. Yes, so we should say, so if, you, if you choose to... <laughs> oh, disgusting. If you choose to Ecosium me at any mm-hmm. given opportunity, um, I might come up. Also, who, the person who might come up, um, let's put it this, you may not be wearing a lot on a top, top half. Mm. Well, as long as it's just the top half. No, it's the bottom half as well. <laughs> bottom bottom I didn't want to say on out, right. a commercial <laughs> breakfast radio, <laughs> <laughs> imagine,
3: imagine putting the image of a lady's bottom half. <laughs>
1: anyway, <laughs> it's we're,
2: uh, it's, um, we're still in email corner, I believe. Yes, um, we are. And, uh, let's and crack here on. we have uh, an email. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, I couldn't believe... That it.
1: Emily Dean is in something called Banger Babes. Pardon? How humiliating is that? Banger. Yeah,
2: as in North place, Wales. Yeah, yeah, Let's, as in the place. No, okay. not not. We in can tidy things up, can't we? Mm-hmm. I couldn't <laughs> believe it the other day when I heard that someone else does the "iddy arm in" routine when dr- dressing their children. This is the thing that we were talking about a few weeks ago. When you get a baby to put their arm into a jumper, yeah. you say "arm in," and they were saying "iddy."
1: So "iddy arm in," right? Do you I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it.
2: Um, I get it. It's a very niche uh, radio <laughs> text in an email. In. <laughs> Um, which well, I like. We used
1: the um, Idi Amin texting this morning, <laughs> yeah, uh, but only related so to when you're getting them to put their arm on.
2: I, I sing Lean On Me and get them to lean on me, which is a nice little moment okay, in, yeah, yeah. in uh, parenting. Uh, mm. The Idi Amin thing. Uh, this email emailer, Cole Fox from Working has texted, emailed saying, uh, that's exactly what I do. I bet no one else does this one. I have three boys and in the morning when we have to get out the door on the school run, we have this song to get shoes on and we all end up singing it. Oh. Difficult to explain in words, but I'll give it a go. To the tune of Chanson d'Amour by Manhattan Transfer. Oh, I
1: love that song. I don't know it. Okay, I'm going to do it then. So I've got the email here because I know this song. Okay. <laughs> shoes on d'Amour... Rat da rat da da. Rat da da Each time I hear Rat da 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 da. Shoes on, shoes on. And out the door. That's oh, adorable. I see. Thank, you. Thank you.
2: Very good. Daisy's clapping, but I don't know if Absolute <laughs> now I have to pay for something. Rat da 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 da.
1: Well, can I just say, Sandy, you've always done the thing. <laughs> the last- <laughs>
2: And I got, to see,
1: s- I, got to, I got to see the full effect of that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer jumper <laughs> And I think Frank would have approved of that
2: Cole Fox continues, the last bit doesn't quite fit and is a bit strained But we all sing it each morning and wonder why the neighbours avoid eye contact when in the street <laughs> <laughs> That's very good work,
3: very good work <laughs> Do
1: you know what, I'm going to start singing that when I get dressed every morning Nice mm.
3: I'm, I'm going to sing I mean as I eat my dinner <laughs> like I pretend I'm eating my opponents
1: <laughs> <laughs> num, Go, num, Going to like you don't already <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, A bit creepy
0: You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast From Absolute Radio Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am On Absolute Radio Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps And in London and the South East On 105.8 FM Absolute Radio
1: You're listening to Absolute Radio this morning you can text us on 812.15. Have we had any texts, Alan? I thought we'd had uh, one of the criers.
3: Oh, we've had
2: various texts, yeah. From Tony and Doncaster, the last episode of Educating Yorkshire had me in floods of tears.
1: Oh, that makes me, oh, that makes me cry. I
2: cried not even watching that. I cried watching Gogglebox talking about that. that. That's how moving it was. And now I sort of have it on my little list of, oh, I must watch that. You know, along with Kez. Yeah. I'll tell you, it also make you
1: cry, Broadchurch, but don't bother watching it, because Daisy the producer just, just so revealed it. what happened. Yeah. Total spoiler alert in the studio. <laughs> um, Pete, mm. I'd like to know about your driving lessons, because uh, you've been learning to drive recently, is this correct?
3: I have, yeah, a little bit later in life than... Uh what you'd usually expect?
1: Please. The... How old are you? No.
3: We're allowed to ask that.
1: Oh, let's not go. Stop going down that road. <laughs> I'm, asking, I'm asking
2: Pete directly, just very directly. <laughs> I, might, I might in
3: turn ask Emily. It gets like The end of
1: Reservoir. No, no,
2: though, no not a turn-taking <laughs> thing.
3: Stop pointing that gun at my dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, let's not play that silly party game. I only, the only reason
2: I ask is that I was a late uh,
3: driver. Yeah. I passed age 28 right i'm three years later than four years later than that so right yeah it's good to be oh, alone, alone, i was I how
1: old was i i was quite old uh for my area i think i was about 21 mm. 22 right but i i like a i like a celebrity learning to drive it's my favorite because <laughs> i like i've seen paparazzi photographs of liam gallagher with <laughs> siggy in hand and sort of primal scream blaring out and then he's got the l plates <laughs> oh, oh that's oh. adorable I think celebrities, there comes a point when you shouldn't learn to drive. Yeah, stop don't bother. Well, you can't. Yeah. You oh, have they should have a driver. Or oh,
3: they should only do it on, like, closed sets. Like, they should do it on the EastEnders set. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So they're not going to hit anyone. No one's going to see them
1: do it. This oh, the be equivalent
3: of driving in a car park,
2: isn't yeah. it? Just take <laughs> me to a set where I can pretend that I'm properly driving. That's great.
1: You can't have, you can't have Slipknot with L plates. There's certain people who can't learn to Very drive. Very hard for
2: Slipknot to learn yeah. how to drive because they yeah. can't quite see through the Hessian sacks that <laughs> yeah. they have over their heads. And the, and,
3: and the drummer would stop every few seconds to have... Uh, he, didn't, he, used to, uh, he used to have a craw in a jar. Well, a slipknot? And he used to inhale it. To get all angry What I love about Who Slipknot Who doesn't inhale crow in a jar?
1: That's what how I, I get myself Slipknot? ready for this show every Saturday Text them on 81215 uh, <laughs> Tell us what you love about Slipknot <laughs> What I love is the fact that they're about 53 <laughs> This is what I love That's why they wear those masks Because they're ancient
3: <laughs> Nobody knows what they look like A daft punk could be the I same I know what they
1: look like Okay. Grandads
3: Have you <laughs> hung <laughs> out with them? Do you know them? Is yeah, another Todd from Nevers? Yeah. Um,
1: of course I do But I've, I don't want to talk about that After they quit
3: on live and kicking <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyway Pete Over to you In the automobile
3: Yeah I'm not a gifted driver I must admit Um, Are you not? The the, um, instructor That's his name isn't it The instructor Who insists on calling The accelerator the gas
1: Oh I (laughs) hate that Calling the gas I Um, don't like him already How does (laughs) he say it?
3: Uh, he's quite a sort of timid man, but he's, he's a nice chap. He had to grab the wheel at one point um, because... You I grabbed the wheel? He had to grab the wheel and, and move me out of the way of a, another car because I was um, mm. looking at a dog. <laughs> That's not right, yeah. is it?
1: What was it? Bouncer from Neighbours?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity. Uh, but later on, um, I wasn't in a car and um, I almost got run over by a cyclist. Um, and uh, weirdly enough, I knew the person on the bike. And he sort of mm. stopped and went, Pete, you not even... Look in the road when you step into the road. And I frequently don't, but for th- at this point, I was actually looking at my phone. I was reading the rules of the road.
1: Oh, oh, So yeah. that
3: nearly got me run over. In a crippling How irony. Long, yeah.
1: I like that you're walking down the street and the person you bumped into, you knew. Yeah. Are you in made in Chelsea. <laughs> <where> <laughs> you exactly. just run in, everyone you run into, you happen to know.
3: He Home works here. He works here. I think he, was, he works here. I know him quite well. I think he was genuinely annoyed that I didn't, you know, that I nearly killed him. It um, is
2: annoying when people step out. I know I? I'm
3: terrible for it. It's particularly As a fellow cyclist, I yeah. find
2: that irritating. Yeah, i leave? Got, Shall i got... leave, Fallon? I think we should play <laughs> something. I should talk to you about your road <laughs> etiquette.
1: I've got a tip for you, though. If you want to pass your test, you know what I did. I greeted the examiner. I gave him an air kiss on both cheeks. <laughs> wow! It worked. I passed. My... Dro- I drove on the curb, and I still passed. Might not work so well for Pete. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Low cut top. <laughs> I'll do it. I don't know. He's got a crow in a jar.
0: Frank Skinner,
1: Absolute Radio. We were talking. um, Well, actually, I'll tell you what we we're doing. I'll let you into a little state secret <laughs> here. There was a bit of a technical kerfuffle off air. You're going to expose the mechanics of it. I'm going to expose the innards. I think Daisy, oh. Daisy went. Where's the travel hall? Pete ran round. He pressed buttons. He didn't run round. He limped round. So I did. can tell you what he did. You Said know, he like had a in those string problem. You yeah. know, like in those films when people type and they go, "We're in. We're into the mainframe." <laughs> <Yeah. brain." laughs> Yeah. He was a bit no, like that. A, of that. a bit
3: hacker film, and it always like a really generic kind of operating system that nobody's yeah. ever used before. <laughs>
1: he said something, and then it said it flashed up access denied, yeah. and an alarm mm-hmm. went off. Damn it! went anyway, to us, you don't wish to know all that. This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for the adorable Frank Skinner this morning, who sadly can't be with us. Um, but we were talking about Pete Donaldson's driving lessons. And we've Pete had a text Donaldson in with a <laughs> oh,
2: top,
3: top tip. Top cool. tip Come for on. you
2: learning to drive. I learned to drive at 50. About 100 lessons later, oh, well I passed first time. Very proud. <laughs> hey. Tempting to say bad drivers. First time passers, terrible drivers. Anyway.
1: How dare you. <laughs> they <laughs> are,
2: though, aren't they? During the warm-up lesson, just before the test, a small herd of deer ran into the road in front of me, testing my emergency stop into Benton. the limit. Hey! Oh yes Blitzen Um, After that I felt I couldn't fail Top tip there, Toby from Hayes Mash your
3: car into a lot of deer
2: No don't mash the car into (laughs) a lot of deer Use the emergency stop practice (laughs) Can I say though, though,
1: I really respect and admire Toby for learning a skill later in life
2: Yes Mm. Always
1: always to be applauded Well I was
3: 28 yeah, well I, I tried to do my theory test uh, 2 weeks ago and um failed the theory test was you never failed uh, a theory No surely. I didn't fail the theory because I turned oh, up I, without did I, you I, the sound. I turned up I turned up without the requisite documents <laughs> I had the that physical card and you need <laughs> Oh you're
1: trying to get a green card or something the requisite <laughs> documents like yeah, when
2: athletes fail <laughs> drugs tests cuz <'cause> they forget and <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is Skinner Dean
0: and Cochrane together the frank skinner show absolute radio have we had
1: from the outside world at all the cockerel oh yeah we have definitely Have we? what um, have they been texting us about uh slipknot mainly <laughs> <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> the, the
2: band Fra- you know uh, what that some lo- of our I listenership like- are gonna have to google
1: <laughs> i like to think it's what frank would have wanted yeah. <laughs> oh no it isn't <laughs>
2: Uh, Slipknot Rock and their music helped me get through my GCSEs when I was at school also it's known as Huffing the Crow Sylvia Uh
3: Husted is that like Jumping the Shark I think it might be yeah and you totally huff the Crow
2: yeah um What I love about Slipknot, the fact they are so entertaining to see live and the fact that they purely don't care about anything they say or do. <laughs> and they terrified one of the members from M- Muse, so they stole a mask, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that says Katie Brooks, 16, which I think is a very young listener of S- Slipknot, isn't it? Would it? Well, I was like going to say, given that they are maybe?
1: about 58... Are they? <laughs> yeah. They're, that's what I've told you that's why they wear those masks and also the comfy boiler suit... And I never realised that because this was a
2: text about Slipknot, but someone has said, how many granddads do you know that can play the drums upside down? I just thought it was one of the questions that we get from our readers.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> you should have met one of my five grandfathers. <laughs> how about Biola Leia, the bigamist? Yeah. Let's talk about him another time. Don't start me on grandfathers. I'll trump you every time, honey. <laughs> do they do they play the drums upside down? They so do. They not? have like a rotate-y how? How sort how do of they do that?
3: like the piano man Billy Joel. I was talking to okay. Tom Odell in the week, and he said apparently that Billy Joel has a little um, a little pedal on his uh, keyboard keyboard piano that uh, makes him rotate.
2: Like oh, a rotisserie chicken. How
1: extraordinary! But yeah. th- th-
2: th- does that not just put him towards the back of the stage, or is he actually going upside down? He, he's,
3: got, he's more in a kind of like um, like a wheel of death, kind yeah. of like, like a, a gyroscope. Yeah. He's in the middle of a
2: gyroscope whilst doing his. How uh... does he get any
1: purchase? <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, no wonder he needed
2: a uptown girl. It <laughs> <laughs> <He> was downtown.
1: <laughs> hey, I tell you, we need to talk about this morning. Oh what about John Terry? Oh, oh it's oh, yes. awful. England's
3: brave John Terry. I tell you. Oh. what <laughs>
1: Whenever I look at John Terry's face, I imagine saying the words, Mum Dad, I'd like you to meet, and then seeing their face. Uh, As he struggled explain. to know which fish knife to use. Uh, yes.
2: We should explain, John Terry... As he held the, uh... it to their
1: throat and said, who wants to know? <laughs> he's
2: been in the tabloids for being spotted in Poundland doing his Christmas shopping. Um, and well, many of the tabloids have picked up on the fact that he earns around £170,000 per week. Yeah, um, and so they have claimed that he's stingy, and obviously, as a oh, fellow uh, person uh, who is accused of stinginess, often,
0: <laughs> that
3: saying,
2: a person of sting, a person yeah, of fellow. Yeah. fellow <laughs> he's now in the stingy brotherhood. I like
1: that suddenly you're no, welcome, stingyhood. You're, you're an oppressed minority. We, we are,
2: we are. Me, JT. Um, who was the celebrity last week that was in the stingy brotherhood? I can't remember. Um,
1: (laughs) I don't know, but it's possibly someone I've dated I'll tell you about that affair
2: What's brilliant is, with John Terry's past career you know that uh, him being in Poundland and being called Stingy is about the best story he could have hoped for in the tabloids (laughs) He's probably
0: thinking, great, finally some positive press Absolute, Absolute, Absolute Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio
1: We're talking about uh, John Terry on Absolute Radio this morning. Specifically, an impromptu appearance he made in... uh, Is it Pound World, I believe? It's one of them. It's it's unlike me not to know one from the other. I think it's Pound World. Um, He had his photo taken.
2: Uh, That, that I think, is brilliant. The fact that he wasn't a bit bashful about the fact he was in there. Just went, yeah, yeah, I'll be in a picture. Maybe he didn't realise that it's going to go out. And people will say, or maybe, met JT in Pound World or Land or Stretcher or whatever. Maybe he it thought was. it was
1: Employee of the Month picture. He's got a form of stealing other people's glory. <laughs> let's be honest.
2: Yeah. Who's there in his traction? Yeah. <laughs> he had a badge John. on place, badge. There might John. be some
1: trophies to be won. I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the thing about John Terry. Is um, dad, dad of the year, John Terry. He's, he's a bit verminous. No, I didn't say... He's... Um, <laughs> I noticed... I know, Frank, you're listening at home. I do apologise, because I know you don't like us quoting Daily Mail comments. Frank thinks it's a bit route one to do that. And I've learnt everything I know from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, including my love for Slipknot. <laughs> but someone did say on the Daily Mail comments, which I liked, he simply said, it was a man from Leicester, and he just said, John Terry is a good man. <laughs> And that mm. told me so much about that man from Leicester. It very much
2: depends on your definition of good. Was it Gary Lineker? <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's one of my favourite human beings. Um, I think that's like saying Bruno Tonioli is an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can say John Terry is a good man. <laughs> he might what? be. Look, we don't know him, in fairness. But the point is, he was in Pound World. Yeah, we do know
3: mm-hmm. his kids are getting, like, really bad knockoff Superman toys, toys. <laughs> <Like, laughs> flying man. <laughs> flying <laughs> man man bat thanks dad <laughs> you're the best Oh, i reckon poundland's gonna get like one of those uh, like a letter from john terry two weeks later go i broke a pound stretcher b- bauble i broke one of your baubles I,
1: like, I like the idea of man bat so what man does bat. he have does he have like a slightly lilac cape as well <laughs> yeah. a bit absolute radio <laughs> um also the wife can you imagine what's her name is More it five. terry terry terry, terry, terry yeah. Terry, Terry, what do you think she got? Opening on <laughs> Christmas Day. tale of New York. Oh, a ba- novelty shot glass. Oh, bag of fuses. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sweet.
1: I tell you, you won't take kind. What have he's got to do Secret Santa at Chelsea? <laughs> Imagine Josie. Plastic knife son. and fork cutlery set. <laughs> I am absolutely disgusted. <laughs> Good impression, I think.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. <laughs> This is
1: Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning. We miss him and we love you, Frank. You can text the show on 812.15 or you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. We should say Frank's just got very bad sniffles. I don't want anyone to get alarmed because people were tweeting me and were worried about him. Um, One day I'll get to meet that man. Have you not met Frank? I've never seen him in the flesh. Oh, it's quite a sight. But I've been
3: been on (laughs) him. There's not much on him. The
1: tautness of the man. He's got the litheness. I'd say he's almost Jagarian around the waist area. Daisy's nodding. Jagarian?
3: What, like a Jaguar?
1: No, like Mick Jagger. Oh, I see. Jaggerian. I
3: think think, think he would be really good at dancing. Is he really good at dancing? Well, well, we can
1: ask him. We're talking about him like he no longer (laughs) exists. (laughs) I mean, he is coming back. Give him a text. Yeah. Um. Have we heard from the outside world at all?
2: Uh, We have. uh, Andy, who's still in bed, has never seen The Exorcist. He's a scaredy cat. (laughs) Well, don't read no, t- that. Trying You're trying
3: to get people to let them let know what they've never, doing... seen. Try, try to never... <laughs> we Trying to reignite that texter that we gave up on a long
2: time trying ago. Trying to
1: make us stu- do and I've never seen Star Wars <laughs> type text it. Frank would just never speak to me again Sorry, and he'd be I'm, well within his rights.
2: I'm willfully attempting to derail the quality control <laughs> of this show.
1: <laughs> trying to sabotage things. Yeah. I think it's time to take a little wander down into one of my favourite... It's not a cul-de-sac. It's, uh, it's one of my favourite streets.
2: Email call. <laughs> I thought I'd do it.
1: Okay. The harmony. I thought you would as well. Um, who wants to? Who wants to kick off the emails? Yes, it's, it's, it's not it's, kicking off.
3: No, it's. I was kicking off earlier when um, Daisy was trying to explain which email I had to read out, mm-hmm. and I, instead of putting up three on my hands, mm. I just flicked the V's. And I didn't <laughs> know why I did that.
1: I want a bit Winston Churchill.
3: I <laughs> want <laughs> a bit John Terry. Mm. Uh, right. Uh, how I, uh, dear Frank, Emily and Alan, how I rejoiced at Frank's choice of late night snack, namely the cheesy mash butty. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that there is no foodstuff known to man which cannot be made better by being enveloped in a blanket of bready goodness. I'm educating my young son Alex in the ways of the butty. Much to the horror of my wife, she grew up in a family where no bread was allowed on the dinner table, so grew up unaware of even the simple thrill of a chip butty. I suspect it's a northern versus southern thing.
2: Kind of bad, Sean. You
1: think? I think that's um,
3: child cruelty to grow up not
2: knowing the joy of a chip butty. I genuinely think that's like torture.
1: Funny enough, I don't agree. <laughs> now, this is someone. What did I write in your. Uh, family Christmas card to the cockerels this year <laughs> um, including the dog and the junior cockerels Try i to have, happy... a,
2: have, have a low carb new year also. <laughs> I did
1: some might say that's not a thing to write to yeah, children
2: I think the children will uh, probably be carbed up even now they're probably munching on a breadstick or something <laughs> um,
1: I need to get over kid. there fast I'm like Nanny, McF- Nanny McCarb <laughs> that's me <laughs> Nanny kid, um, McCarb. I come over to stop children uh, eating carbohydrates I think that's very fine work in the field of carb control My brother once had a pie
2: sandwich. That's not a thing that needs extra carbs. That's a Scottish thing, isn't it? Pie sandwiches.
1: Possibly. I ate my first chip butty with uh, Frank, actually. Okay. We were in a restaurant. I think you were present, Daisy. It was like a sort of fleshy shoe. It was awful. (laughs) I was quite shocked at how How, awful it was. How bad
2: were the chips and bread in this sandwich (laughs) that it tasted
1: like a shoe? I don't know, but I'd never had that before. I think it is a a north-south divide. It's a bit like Peter Kay. Um... (laughs) And I just Garlic sandwich. (laughs) Do you know what? There's a bit you neglected to mention. At the end of this email I've just seen, this Mm. character is called Sean. Is he called Sean Pz or is it P.S.? That's a P.S. Okay. I have actually met Frank on one occasion when he hosted at the Bear Tavern. There is no excuse for his not remembering me as it was post-September 1986. Can I just say, I'm worried about the Bear Tavern. I think it might have been a period in his life when he was a bit... Maybe a bit sexually confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
3: It's like the Blue Oyster Bar in Police Academy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Bear Tavern doesn't sound the most heterosexual venue in the UK.
3: Well, that's all right then. <laughs>
1: There's nothing wrong. I'm just saying I didn't expect to see Frank pitching up there. <laughs> I went for a bit of picnicking in the woods.
0: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank's. Oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> i can't bother to do all that i tell you what i want to talk about is this tongue twister mm-hmm. have you heard about this tongue twister
2: yeah tongue twister
1: well, that, that's no reply. Yeah, tongue twister.
2: <laughs> tongue twister when I was at school was like the uh, early equivalent of the turkey twizzler. <laughs> We'd have a tongue twister. People <laughs> <laughs> um, used world's... to eat tongue, didn't they? We yeah. used to have tongue sandwiches. I don't I know if to... they've gone.
1: Oh, my mum would always serve that. a bit of jelly yeah. for
2: it. Oh, it a my very... mum would
1: always serve that while smoking. <laughs> um, so we need to talk about this. It's the world's hardest tongue twister, and it was discovered by people at MIT I love MIT people. Yeah, they're so clever, aren't yeah. they?
2: They're really good at maths. They're very good at admit.
1: For people who don't know, I'm sure you do, but mm-hmm. it's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and isn't it the hardest, one of the hardest schools in the world to get into, or something? They, yeah.
3: They're good at counting, like Joy Essex. It's
2: where all yes. those um, probably
1: not great at human relationships, but that's okay. We've that's all fine. got different skills in this world.
2: Yeah. It's where the math students that learned to count cards in uh, in blackjack <laughs> went. <laughs> and, <laughs> They became famous. There's there's a good book called uh, I think it's Bringing Down the House by Ben Mezrich or something. And he, he, they genuinely became rich by. Oh. And they're all they're all from MIT. Yeah. Wow. I think it's illegal, but it, it's done now. It's not like <laughs> it's not like I've
3: exposed it.
1: <laughs> Can I? If there's anyone from MIT listening who wants to date me, I'd be interested.
3: Right, just anyone. Yeah. <laughs> not the the ones that aren't card counters. The ones that I don't know.
1: Just anyone who's at MIT. I, I think that'd be yeah. quite cool. Um, anyway, never mind my love life. Uh, they've been looking into the world's hardest tongue twister there. Apparently, this is kind of like an academic discipline looking into this, and they've discovered it. Can one of you characters please read it out?
2: Uh, shall I have a crack first? Go on, have then a then crack, crack. crack. Go um, Pad kid poured curd pulled cold.
1: Yeah, but you said it so slowly, any, any yeah, fool can do I that. I thought
2: I'd give them the actual words, the, the listenership, okay. you know. Pad kid poured curd pulled cold.
1: Yeah. And apparently if you say it ten times, it's yeah. hard. Anything is hard ten times. Frank, <laughs> Frank Skinner it, is hard ten if times. If you say it
2: 27 times, it's, um, it's really bad radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of the rules in the absolute handbook, isn't it? Uh, Pad I, kid, poured cured, pulled cold. You know the problem with it as a tongue twister is that when you get it wrong, it doesn't lead to swearing or something that could be rude. That's uh, the best. Is that, that the point of a tongue
1: twister? Do. should be, something
3: yeah. like that, shouldn't it? should get a bit bawdy.
1: i tell you what I hate about tongue twisters. Another good text in on Absolute Radio. Text yeah. on eight twelve fifteen. What do you hate about tongue twisters? I hate it's like Peter Pepper picked a pipe of peckle, oh, yeah, yeah. and then it's she sells she, sh- she sells. I can't say it.
2: It's easy for you to say.
1: <laughs> but why do they do such terrible jobs? They pick peppers and they pick up seashells from the beach. Can't yeah. they have normal jobs? These people. That's not. That's not going to put food on my table. No, that's
3: true.
2: Not Picking a peck of peckle, or the
1: investment banker. D-
3: uh, Paul, the investment banker.
1: I, that think, that, idiot, but, yeah. I think there's going to be swearing in, you, in yeah, the yeah, I think I think Twister. In your, I don't like I think it. This is
2: one of those. I like Papa's got a head like a ping pong ball. As a, as is a that warm-up. James Brown song? It's a, it's, it's a warm-up that we actors do. Papa's got a head like a ping pong ball. Papa's got a head like a ping pong ball. Papa's got a head like a ping pong ball, like ball. Like a ping, like a ping pong ball. Yeah.
3: ball. No, everybody. I okay. <laughs> I can't get normal words right, though. I can't, I can't yeah. say. I, I notably can't say emergency. I can say it in isolation, but in a sentence, I have a real problem with it. Oh, wow. Well. Let's hope you don't
2: have to say that in an emergency.
3: <laughs> exactly. Well, I do, I do the occasional voiceover, and there's a lot of, like, E&E kind of programmes, oh, oh. and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, not... I was you know, in A&E. Alan the asthmatic or what it's called. <laughs> but I'll do anything not to say emergency, so I'll just be like, uh, hot problem. Or
1: hot problem? Hot problem is a different thing
2: Three. for an emergency. Can I say, Check that Google. sounds hot like... Hot problem.
1: A very different kind of emergency, which You're my namesake kidding. might be involved in. <laughs>
0: the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
1: We've been talking about tongue twisters on Absolute Radio. Yeah, continuing
2: the weird textings. Uh, well,
1: it was Slipknot earlier, wasn't it?
2: We've moved from Slipknots to Tongue Twisters uh, 527 has texted, the thing I hate about tongue twisters is that the tongue doesn't actually twist at all during the process. Why do we have to put up with this?
3: Um, <laughs> Why do we have to put up with this? I like
2: that. Steve <laughs> I love that. has texted, re-tongue twister and jobs. You were saying that their jobs don't lead to food on the table, don't Well, I'm you? saying
1: they lead to seashells on the table and some pickled peppers. Yeah. And I, frankly, I want a bit more out of a date. What? Well,
2: uh, in a very good point well made Steve is saying Re tongue twister and jobs Surely being a pheasant plucker Or a pheasant plucker's son Is a job that will put food on the table And there's no carbs in pheasant
1: It might put food on the table It might also get us taken off air it So can you tread I- immensely exactly, carefully
2: It's perfect Because it fits my remit for tongue twisters That they should if you do them fast enough Lead to swearing or something inappropriate
3: well, I'm right. not going to try it obviously Why is the pheasant plucker allowing his son to do his job for him? <laughs> if you were like a V driver He's lazy isn't he? Maybe it's like the fish markets don't, where you hand on your
2: job to the Don't say H on sun. this
1: show. I will not tolerate H. <laughs> Did you say H? I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you? But I say yeah. H. H. Right. H. Please say H. H. Thank you. I, for- um, I forget what it's I'm saying. Okay, it's say. OK. Let's move on. It <laughs> happened. It was unfortunate. And it won't happen again. I feel confident. H.
2: Yeah. She's saying you'll never work again. You know that. You know that's what she's saying
1: there. <laughs> I love Pete Donaldson. I will not have that. Um, have we had, we had some more texts? We did it? have
3: another text. Um, Good morning, Miss M, the cockerel and New Young Man, which I quite like. Oh, oh we I did this like one. New We've Young had... Man. Have we had this one? Uh, uh, I'm, Al, almost Al willing, the... I'm
1: almost willing to overlook H-Gate. <laughs> 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 Al
3: was the warm-up guy when I went to see the Graham Norton show. I recognised him instantly as the barman from Not Going Out, Tabitha in Essex.
1: Oh, oh. is that your character's name? Extraordinary name, <laughs> Tabitha. Yes. My um,
2: reputation <laughs> precedes me. How That's exciting. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, this says a lot about my ego, but but one of the favourite shows we ever did on this was where people started texting in where they'd seen me do stand-up. And I felt like, oh, great! (laughs) (laughs) And I just got that same warm glow from that texting. What does that tell you? I'm needy. I'm needier than I realise. I think
1: it tells us that you've ended up in the right profession.
3: Yeah. Somebody yeah. once tweeted that uh, seen, just seen Pete Donaldson from the Football Ramble, which is a podcast I do about football, uh, on Tottenham Court Road. Spearmint rhinos? Question mark. Oh, I wasn't going in Spearmint. I was just on Tottenham Court Road. Maybe they were offering you mm. sweets. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Someone on once tweeted the... me
1: that, and I was going to work, <laughs> but it was it was a slow week.
2: <laughs> on the uh, on the subject of tongue twisters, mm. I, I similarly, as we all know, uh, have problems pr- pronouncing certain words like desk carts. And no, your uh, worst
1: is correct.
2: Correct, I find this is very Alan says correct. I mean, he correct. could never
1: have got a job on Mastermind.
2: Correct.
1: He There's says correct. A, correct. I say
2: correct, what I just shorten it. I'm, I've got stuff to do, I'm going places, yeah, busy aren't I? man. Correct, the corrections. Short what about
1: it. when uh, Frank says albino?
2: A friend of mine said, um, you know that sausage, is it chipotle or chipotle? Oh, yes. That's a tricky one, isn't it?
1: Not really, no. <laughs> Isn't it? But well, no. these are
3: words that, would, you know, they're not,
1: well, how they're not English. It, though?
3: How do you say chipotle? I would go for chipotle. Chippotle. Chipotle? <laughs> chipotle. Is that right? That's none this
2: of is, the above. This is, you've invented chipotle. your own pronunciation. i I just say, this
1: is one of the worst moments of radio we've ever done.
2: Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably in the top three of today. Whoop, whoop, to sound of chipotle.
1: <laughs> if you want to hear some of the worst bits of radio we've ever done, listen to the best bits over the Christmas period.
0: skinner on absolute radio absolute radio
1: this is emily dean on absolute radio text us please on 8
2: we've had a text
1: from, have we uh, from we've had a text what's we've had going more than on one,
2: but uh, hi so frank's awful. crew what do you hate most about christmas our keith frank's very brother oh has texted keith, the show. do you know
1: that's made my christmas that's nice happy christmas our keith what i hate most about christmas is not being able to spend it with you
2: Wow, <laughs> that's uh, that's a biggie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I believe in going in big early. Yeah, you
2: know, you've basically just invited Ke- Keith to to your Christmas.
1: <laughs> I can think of worse ways.
2: I don't know. To spend the, that good. Christmas. Um, Thank you very I much. i You know what I do hate about it is the uh, the fact that. I, I'm not really very good at Christmas shopping, so I went in the other day. But oh, I you didn't... do
1: surprise me. What's something that involves spending money? Oh, I'm all right <laughs> about
2: the spending. It's just the actual activity, the going and doing it, like the logistics, pure logistics. And I, Oh, I yeah, so up... it's
1: just the logistics. He doesn't like Pete. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with the credit card. I know Escalators. I'm often
2: maligned as a John Terry figure, but I actually <laughs> am quite... I, I throw it about me when it comes to it. Um, you wouldn't have seen that side of me yet, but I promise you I do. No, and I but hope I, I never do. What I don't like is, uh, is the fact that I go in and I haven't got a list and then I ended up having to send a group text to my family saying look I need some ideas I went in literally listless and I just wandered about listlessly (laughs) and came home so send me some ideas and then you speak to other people and they're like ah I've already done it all online in November and I hate those people it's a bit like I've done my homework and you haven't I'm never
1: friends with those people I thought you might be
3: one of those people are
1: you one of those people? no I just get someone to do it all for me
3: oh right I've got my Amazon Prime account so you get one day delivery for free oh
1: how oh, do you lovely old job i'll tell you who's a fan of the amazon is old uh... tarzan it's <laughs> old jeff lloyd oh, is. It? every time mm. have you noticed this pete yeah every time i walk into absolute radio reception and get ignored by the security guard um there is an amazon package with jeff lloyd's name on it not only that
3: it says jeff lloyd personal Oh, really?
1: Oh, well, that's going into an area I don't wish to touch so on. I, so I put <laughs> the happily sta- married
3: man. I, I put the Stanley knife away. <laughs> I, I usually just hack into people's postage.
1: Yeah, we, ha- we didn't get some text. Someone we had get... spotted some Poundland merchandise. Yeah,
3: we got some uh, tweets um, of Poundland merchandise. There was, um, uh, not Flying Man, I suggested Flying Man as a possible yeah. um, man bat. hooky knockoff of uh, Superman. Mm. So now it's, yeah, so there's, uh, I think, Amazing Man on the Twitter. Just check out Frank on the radio. At Frank on the Radio, and you'll be able to see a couple of retweets. OK, of retweeted. excellent.
1: I liked one. Was the one called Spader Man? Yeah, James Spader. <laughs> yeah, I wondered if that was a doll of James Spader. <laughs> um, boys, I have to talk to you about something. Mm. I've had a bit of a domestic mayor this week.
2: Oh, no. It
1: happened on 11-12-13. 11-12-13? Well, this was a very significant... <laughs> it was a three-day mayor. <laughs> this was meant to be a very significant day. Oh, yeah. And for me... I would say it was significant because on 11, 12, 13, I was watching sewage flood into my living room.
3: Oh. I'm not joking. When you sort of said that your house was flooded, I thought Christmas cards from celebrities, maybe? (laughs) Well, when when the
1: sewage started to drip down, I thought it might have been the work of the Sony judges.
3: Oh, you mean real sewage?
2: When you said Mm -hmm. I was watching sewage flooding into my living room, I just thought you'd left the telly on and daytime (laughs) telly wasn't
1: pleasing. I was watching the Comedy Awards. (laughs) No, um, it turned out it was a plumbing issue. But of course, when I retold this story, I don't think I did it very well because I I was telling um, someone I work with, lovely chap from Salford, sort of the earth type, and I was telling him. And I said, um, this, is how I, this is how I said it to him. I said, I said, my upstairs en suite flooded and it leaked all into my home cinema system that Jonathan Ross bought me.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that third bit of information. I know, that's that was extraneous. he said. That was that was
2: that's too much. That's what he
1: said. Yeah, I would he said say all um, the way
2: through, there's detail that you could easily
3: prune <laughs> <broom> out. Uh, <laughs> just said there's poo on carpet, <laughs> so I out. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> he said to me, he looked at me with his northern honesty. he said, you might want to rethink the way you tell that story.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And you know what? I found it strangely alluring. (laughs) What you need to
2: do is, when you're retelling it, you have to say mucky water. That's the euphemism people like to hear in plumbing discussions.
0: Oh, bear that in mind. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio.
1: Hey, can I tell you another thing that annoyed me about this sewage flood I had? Hey, please do. (laughs) (laughs) Are you laughing at me? Yeah. Um... The insurers? Uh. Well, when I rung them up, I'd insured my sofa. Mm-hmm. They'd conned me, I think. They'd Uh-oh. conned me to take out insurance at the time. Yeah. And when I told him, he said, what's the source of the stain, madam? I said, no, mind your own beeswax. <laughs> no, I said, um...
3: What, part of your body? I don't... I said... <laughs> going say
2: dirty water. No, I said, it's uh-huh. my upstairs en suite.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Um, do you like the way I say en suite? He said, um, oh, I'm afraid you're not covered for flood, madam. He said, had it been a bottle of wine... Had it been a bottle of wine? (laughs) I said, so what you're saying That's what you usually call
3: up about. (laughs) Yeah, if I'd
1: have been an alcoholic, it would have been absolutely fine.
3: (laughs) But we will not insure you for plumbing. What would happen if you drank loads of wine and then wet yourself on the sofa?
1: Well, I was almost tempted to go and pour a bottle of wine over the sofa. That's your
3: next step, isn't it,
2: obviously? <laughs> so I just A little, bear little in while mind. So that they don't suspect.
1: Yeah, when taking out insurance, top tip, it, it helps if you have uh, an <laughs> alcohol problem. Um, um,
2: we've had one of our grumpy emails. You know, every now and again oh we get somebody no. that's so pedantic they feel that they've lost any sense of humour. Is it um, Frank Skinner? No. Uh, We've got an email, it just begins, oh dear, which I thought immediately was a bad sign. Oh dear, you know nothing, nowhere near pensioners, in their 30s and 40s, showing your age, are you?
1: Think is this is about Slipknot. Is that well, your the,
2: dad? the email title is Slipknot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that oh, people dear. are still texting you know us. Nothing. You know no nothing one
2: about
3: pensioners. You. you know nothing of the Slipknot.
2: Um, Listen,
1: I'm sorry because I know what it's like when you're very obsessed by someone. In the way that if someone were to say were to say something about Mrs. Mangle, mm-hmm. yeah, I know Pete Donaldson would be upset. Yeah, I'd have
3: to wind my neck in, which would also remind me of the picture <laughs> I was upset about. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. So I
1: do apologise for that.
3: Mm.
2: We need to talk about the Queen's nuts. Um, <laughs> You know, the you know, it's come out during the uh, the the Leveson inquiry. Uh, the Do you like
1: that? I didn't make any references. I didn't talk about the filming of the Graham Norton show. I did nothing. We left it.
2: The Queen's nuts. Yeah, uh, Alan, move on. She's uh, apparently got bowls of nuts out for guests and and for you know privileged people to have a nibble on, and mm. and she's worried that the uh, the police officers keep keep nibbling on her nuts to the point where she. Uh, She put a line in the bowl to Mm. make sure that they weren't having too many of them. I
1: love that. I really like that.
3: I like the thing that she has has Sharpies on her. The Queen's Sharpie. Pass in my Sharpie.
1: (laughs) I like the idea. It's a bit like a student. Does she put ER on her, I can't believe it's not butter? (laughs) With big exclamation marks,
3: like (laughs) in a student. Oh, I was going to enjoy those. Uh, (laughs) Maggie Maggie from The Breakfast Show has got a bowl of nuts on her her desk. And um, I caught one of the cleaners with his literal hand in a jar. And it's rare you get to see His literal
1: that. hand, you his say? His literal
3: hand in a literal jar. It was like, wow! <laughs> and he sort of looked at me, he sort of bristled a little bit, looked at me, I looked at him, and he sort of looked down at his arm and followed his... <laughs> his eyes followed his arm down <laughs> towards towards the nut jar. And then the next time I saw the jar, it had this sign saying, um, I was enjoying
1: those nuts or something like that. I love the passive-aggressive notes. but well, they're oh, just aggressive. Brilliant. There's no pa- passivity about them. Um... But I have to say, I don't... At first I thought, oh, this is a bit cockerel esque isn't it? This nuts thing. No, because she (laughs) painted a line round the bowl to check. Yeah, that's That's not cockerel That is so cockerel
3: esque She must own a small country that grows these things. (laughs) Yeah. Grows these nuts. (laughs) Exactly. But
1: then I did it the other day, because uh, when I was at the filming of Graham Norton with Daisy Producer... I ate a sweet, and it was a lime with a chocolate centre I'd oh, stolen from uh, limes, our nice. mutual management offices, uh, Alan Cochran. I don't think it's stolen.
2: I think it's theft by finding, isn't yes, it? Yes, you're it's right. Like... It's mine. That's yeah, what but... I said
1: when uh, yeah the manager walked past. This is mine. I earned it. <laughs> anyway, I was eating it, and I could see Daisy looking. She clocked the, the lime, the chocolate lime, as oh, if to yeah. say, oh, haven't offered me one. <laughs> Sneaky. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to have to now. So I opened the bag, and I said, I thought, I'll make the effort. I said, do you want one like that? I said, "Do you want one?" And she went, "Oh yeah." You're not meant to say yes if someone hasn't offered in the first four seconds. They didn't want you to have it, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you think? I do. Yeah. How many of these did you have in the bag? Three hundred. Uh, <laughs> actually, she loves them. actually, that's incorrect. There are about fifty-two. <laughs> this
0: is Frank Skinner. Absolute brain.
1: We've been talking about the Queen
0: and
2: yeah. how
1: she's rather stingy.
2: I hope when the police were stealing the nuts she jumped out of a cupboard where she was <laughs> peeping through and went, I knew I'd catch you! Cashew? <laughs> <laughs> Cashew? <Cashu? laughs> tough, <crowd. laughs> tough crowd, tough
3: crowd. Well, you said catch you, didn't you? Cashew.
2: <laughs> Cashew.
3: The, the problem with the pun is yeah. that you
2: didn't use the right word. I mean, the pun doesn't work. That's that's what I was very aware of as I was doing it.
3: Well, you've got say like- cashew. If you yeah. if you
2: also you've said Bombay in- mix was in there, yeah, Bombay mix oh, no. probably no. got those left over from the uh, days that we owned India. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but uh, but I think she should just add a bit of uh, paprika. Paprika. How would you pronounce that? I don't know.
1: But is there some pun involved? Yeah, she in could jump out one.
2: and say to the police, some "I've caught you red-handed." <laughs> you know. Pap- How did you feel that when? Red, no, Probably better,
3: better, that
1: better. At least it worked Yeah,
3: yeah. Award the comedy award to Alan unlike, Cochran
1: Unlike catch you. Catch, catch you, catch You,
3: Catch You. It's like that Simpsons. At yeah. Up and at them. You
2: made up
1: an
3: atom. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't uh, do that again, Cockrell.
2: Text in from Uncle Leonard. Emily, I'm from MIT. Uh, Men's <gasps> Institute, what? Teddington.
1: Oh, we will oh, take no. you
2: out. <laughs> Regards, Uncle Leonard. Take you oh. out. That sounds like a threat. Doesn't thank it? you, Uncle I mean, Leonard. Len- Men's also, Institute, Teddington. I just don't obviously.
1: know if I could call a date Uncle Leonard. I no. think I might find it a bit creepy.
2: It <laughs> could I tell that. you what
1: I don't like refood really stuffs. is when someone offers you gum. And someone, I've never been offered gum and not thought someone was suggesting I had bad breath. Yeah. Ever. Mm. Yeah,
2: it's like being bought deodorant in the secret centre at the office, isn't it? (laughs) Essentially, people are saying, you've stank all year. That's what's happening there, isn't it?
1: Well, now may not be the time to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, uh, Exchange of gifts. Yes. Uh, We're not actually here for the next two weeks. Why have you gone silent? <laughs> Is this news to you? I, you thought I, really I
3: thought Alan was going to say something. I'm obviously not going to be here for well, this. Because no, I'm not part of the show. Daisy's giving
1: me a piece of paper to read and I'm attempting to make it sound off the you cuff. <laughs> um, but you can enjoy our best off shows from 8 till 11am here on Absolute Radio. Now, we've got two best ofs. We're right. having a little bit of time off. Makes us sound like we're recovering from something or drying out. We're not. <laughs> uh, but we wish you Speak all a very <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> we'll miss you lots. And uh, coming up, there's Mark Crossley be seeing you
0: you're listening to the frank skinner podcast from absolute radio want your frank fix a little sooner listen live every saturday from 8am on absolute radio across the uk on digital radio mobile apps and in london and the southeast on 105.8 fm absolute radio